Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides. You can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Wednesday, April 27th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyzed weather data in order to come up with some plays on totals. I'll make one pick and one pick only on every game that's played Monday through Saturday. It doesn't mean I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you the information. It's what I like the most and where my head is for each matchup. As I go through the plays, remember there are no locks in gambling, so what I'll give you are loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend you scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say it will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Um, I, I, you know, I, I tweeted about this earlier this morning already. The, the Diamondbacks yesterday scored five runs and had seven base runners. They had four hits. I, I don't even know. It, it feels like that's like the norm here. Three of the last four days have just kind of been like that. What I will say, and I, and I said this, we had a you know kind of a hot streak early on. It, it's been first off, it's been a wild season. I've talked about those cousin, cousin Jared. He's he'll be back on tomorrow, and uh, we'll, we'll probably talk about it again because it just seems like a theme so far in the season. There's been you know two three day stretches where it's like everything's going right. That doesn't mean every single pick, but most things are going right. And then two or three day stretches where everything's going wrong, and then two or three day stretches where everything's going right. Just back and forth. I talked about the whiplash. It's been wild. I, I just can't remember any stretch of any sport quite so just all or nothing. That'll balance out. But man, in the middle of it, you know, it's difficult to see that. It's difficult to feel that when the picks just, you know, it, we talked about the the two pushes on Monday night, where the unders were there. The one last night, the under the Tigers game, uh, that Tigers Twins game, with the, one of the most bizarre endings I've ever seen. Um, you know, but but I mentioned this when we were winning before too, right? when you're winning or losing the next day is its own independent thing. Uh, as much as I always like to say, you know, if we're winning, we'll like to keep it rolling. And if we're losing, we want to get back on track. That's always the goal. Every, every day is independent. Um, you know, and so that's just something to keep in mind. If it's like the stock market, right? If you, if you pull your money out after some bad days, you'll miss the good days. So, uh, and the same thing goes, if you only invest more money after the good days, you're going to be investing at, at bad prices. So, uh, all that to say, when things are good, don't overinvest. Keep keep proportional betting. Whether it's whether it's for me, things are going well, or for you, things are going well. Keep your bet sizes relatively similar. If you're upping or lowering it just because of a you do a percentage system, that's that's good. That's fine. Keep them relatively the same when things are good and things went bad. If not, what you're going to end up doing is after a good day, you're going to end up losing more than you won on the day before. And if you had a bad day, then you have a winning day, and you're going to win basically nothing because you got scared, right? So. Just stay consistent. Slow and steady wins the race. That's my PSA here uh, before we get started. As always today, um, analyzing these games, I think we got a lot to like. Hopefully it works better. We don't have some of these wonky endings. You just never know when the losing streak's gonna gonna snap, uh, when the winning streak's gonna snap, when things are just so far so bouncing around every day. So trying to pinpoint what day's gonna be what seems like the craziest thing uh, trying to predict, because I have, I have no idea at this point which days are good and bad. Uh, they've just been all over the map. Before we get to today's slate, some reminders, please hit that like button here if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following, it's free. And the only way to ensure that you don't miss any college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides Share with a friend if you know others in the game. 
hit me up on Twitter, drop a comment from YouTube. I love those and try to respond to as many as I can. Uh, and today, just to also a general on the strategy, if, if you saw the picks, can remember those are available at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. That link to the Google Sheet is there. Otherwise, the link's really, really long. Uh, and it's just got like a bunch of random characters in it. Um, you've seen I got a lot of A plays today. The And I'll kind of explain some of the general strategies as I go up. As a reminder, I've said this before, I analyze every game independently. I'm not trying to get a certain number of quota of APEX. I'm not trying to have more or less. I'm not trying to say I've got too many. I need to drop some down. I'm analyzing every game independent. And what I'll talk about as I go forward here, a lot of these totals, the weather is just perfect for a lot of these unders. And the starting pitchers are right and the numbers are right. Um, the, the general thought process, and I'll mention this as I go along, but the general thought here is it, it's – some of the I looked at the totals that I took and and I and I love all of them and not all of them are going to hit I, I doubt it seems unlikely right it's unlikely that whatever it is six of them are so that they go six and zero oh. if you do a sixteen parlay on that I mean you might win great but odds are it's going to be like a four and two five and one type thing and it's more about I just I really like all of them and it's hard to differentiate which one's going to hit and if I try to pick those I, I couldn't find a differentiator I couldn't find one where I said I don't like that number I don't like this weather I don't like this pitcher. And so that's just something to keep in mind as I go through, uh, especially talking about the unders uh, today. Thankfully, we have some afternoon games. One fifteen Eastern first pitch, Mets at the Cardinals. Carlos Carrasco versus Steven Matz. Uh, both pitchers here who I who I kind of like. Um, my numbers, the model doesn't like them as much. The numbers on them a little bit lower based off of you know some previous years. But we, I talked about Matz last time out. Kind of the model of consistency for the most part. Pretty solid pitcher. Carrasco's look great. Um, again, for the most part here this year, uh, weather will be about 70 degrees, winds blowing out to left center. Uh, so I, I'm staying away from the total on this one. This is a situation where it, it's seven. It's just not there for me with the weather the way it is. You know, with 70 degrees and winds blowing out, it's not like last night. Last night we got an easy under with these two teams, even though the pitchers weren't as great. And the night before should have had an easy under. We were, I don't know how many pitches could have gotten us that under and we pushed, but that was about the weather and the weather was perfect for it today. It's not 70 degrees. The ball's not going to fly like crazy, but it's not going to get hung up kind of like has been the last few nights. Winds blowing out almost 10 miles an hour. Seven's just too low for this. So I'm not playing an under on this one. Uh, I like a lot of unders today. Even some of the games I didn't take unders, I kind of like the unders, but not this one. Uh, it's a definite stay away for me on the total. Um, instead, the model thinks the Cardinals should actually be favored in this game. Says they have a 52.5% win probability. I liked in Cardinals plus 110. I think that's great value. A pick for me. I think the wrong team is favored and, and by a decent amount. This line really confuses me. Here, the, the Cardinals, I think, have the uh, better and or at least more proven of, as of recent starting pitcher. They've, they're at home. Um, at minimum, this should be you know a split 50-50 coin toss game. The fact that we're getting plus odds is fantastic. So uh, I think there's a lot of value on this pick. Tampa Bay, there was a lot of value on that pick yesterday. We locked in um, close to even money, and then they got out to about minus 130, which is what I said it should be. Lots of value there. And and they didn't win. So it doesn't mean they're going to win. It just means, hey, I think there's value. And in the long run, if we keep getting good numbers, that'll work out for us, even if it doesn't work out on every individual game. So Cardinals, a pick for me, plus 110. I think there's a lot of value here in this afternoon one. 
Two Ten Eastern first pitch Royals with the White Sox, Zach Greinke versus Dylan Cease. The first of our three Zachs pitching today, all three of them spelling their name differently. I thought that was an interesting note. Um, I, I hope our biker for our blogger for the White Sox was biking last night. I, I think he thankfully got to stop at the end of the game. I don't know if he's going to pick that up uh, continuing today. He said he was, I tweeted about this. He, he said he was going to hop on his Peloton and ride until the White Sox scored. They didn't score. I think he got about 28 miles last night. He said that was his personal record. Uh, I, I I hope his legs aren't dead. And if they aren't, I, I really hope he starts off again today, you know, on this one and just says, I'm going to keep biking until they score. Um, the White Sox, you know, getting shut out yesterday. They have some offensive issues to say the least, uh, the Royals do as well. Uh, got some runs because Keiko is just not a good pitcher anymore. And Keiko kind of did what we were hoping yesterday. He didn't have a great start, but he wasn't awful. Again, I had him two and a half standard deviations below league average. I mean, that's very bad. It's one of the worst ratings that I've got for any pitcher who actually starts. And he wasn't horrible. The Royals offense isn't that good. Uh, but the White Sox offense just couldn't get anything going. Today, more of an even pitching matchup. Both pitchers are pretty good. And y'all, the weather just perfect for this one on and under. The wind's blowing across to right field, uh, so the wind's not going to help any fly balls get out. Um, if you're a lefty, it may, if you hit one of the power alley, kind of help hook it to a shorter part of the park. So so it might help a lefty. It also could take a ball that they pull and, and take it foul. Uh, for a righty, it's almost assuredly going to push the ball to a deeper part of the park. Um, so probably helps the pitchers or is neutral weather's 40 degrees to start going to close in the high 30s just going to be nasty weather the total's only seven but i just don't see how this game gets to seven i love this one a pick for me under seven um two pitchers that i think are pretty good uh two offenses that i think are not especially right now the model thinks the White Sox should be a 159, a minus 159 favorite. I'm seeing Royals about plus 170. So not I, I looked at this one long and hard. You could make a case for the Royals at those plus odds. As I've talked about before, I think it's a consistent strategy type thing on these dogs. You're gonna have days where if you take four or five, not just not all the dogs, but if you take if you pick out three or four, talk about here which ones there's value on. If you're taking three or four days, you're going to have days where they go 0 and 3, 0 and 4. You're going to have days where they go 2 and 1, you know, 3 and 1. And those type of days are going to give you tons of profit at these plus odds. So it's a, to me, it's about consistency. Either you say the Royals have value at these plus odds. I'm going to put a little bit on all the plus odd dogs that have value. I know I'm not going to win even half of them, but I don't have to win half of them to show profit at the odds. Or you kind of just stay away from all of them. It's, to me, it's, it's, it's like with blackjack, right? You know, when you've got 16 on the face card. You either hit consistently or you don't. Whatever your strategy is, it's kind of a toss-up here. I think there's value in the Royals at those odds. I just think under is a much better play. Under 7A pick for me in that one. Dodgers at the Diamondbacks, a game that played out similar to what I was expecting. I, If you had told me from the start of the game last night that the Diamondbacks would have seven base runners, I would have said, I absolutely, I, I already said I love <laughs> Diamondbacks under three and a half. I would say, I love it. He love it now, knowing that they just kind of bunched them up together. Um, errors. There was an, there was at least one error on the, on the Dodgers. Um, and, and, and aside of that, was, there were a ton of runs yesterday. There's a lot of things I want to say here. I got to figure out how to make this not an hour long podcast this morning. <laughs> there were a ton of errors yesterday. 
I don't think that's going to happen going forward. I think that was just a weird day across baseball. You do wonder potentially if the cramming in a few extra games maybe is affecting that, but I don't think so. I, until we see more of that, I just I think that was a weird day. There were a lot of overs yesterday, but the overs weren't overs because they missed by a run or two. Almost all of the overs were at least a run and a half. Most of them three and a half, four and a half, five, whatever runs off. One of them, you know, there was 20 runs in one game, right? No matter what the total is, it's going over. So I, I, I'm not buying much into yesterday. I think it was just kind of a weird day. The Dodgers got bit by the error bug, um, as well as, as did a ton of teams yesterday, it seems like. I don't see that type of trend going forward. So it's just kind of a side note there. Uh, with respect to today's game, I see kind of a similar story playing out, except we've really upgraded on the, on the Diamondbacks pitcher from Davies to Zach Gallen. Julio Urias for the Dodgers, I think also pretty good. Um, just like I thought Gonsolin was pretty solid. I think Urias is an upgrade over that as well, a slight one. The model says Dodgers only minus 163. So similar story to the Royals game. Diamondbacks plus 177 offers some value. Zach Gallen's a great pitcher. When the Diamondbacks have Gallen or Bumgarner or Merrill Kelly out there, you definitely have to look at them. There's definitely going to be some value. They're going to win some of those games. So plus 177, not a bad look for the Diamondbacks. Instead, just like with that Royals game, I'm going under. This one's not about the weather. This one's about the pitchers and about the Diamondbacks offense. I see them having about seven base runners again today, and I trust they won't score five runs. I'll take the full game under eight to minus 115, a play for me. I, I think both teams are going to have a hard time scoring. Um, I already talked about Zach Gallon, how good I think he is. I've talked about the Diamondbacks bad offense. I think it's that simple. Uh, so eight seems like a gift to this number probably should be seven and a half. So at eight, I, I am laying minus 115. That's not too much juice. I love, I love under eight in this one. Um, we've got that push protection if it lands 5-3 like last night as well. Brewers the Pirates to our evening game, 635 Eastern first pitch. Aaron Ashby versus Bryce Wilson. Another game tailor-made for the under given the weather. Starting off in the low 40s, finishing in the upper 30s. Wind's blowing out uh, to center field about 10 miles an hour to start the game. It'll die down by the end of the game. I really looked hard at full game under on this one. I just... It's hard to go full game under and really like it with Bryce Wilson on the mound. He's average, I guess. I think maybe below average. Aaron Ashby doesn't rate extremely well because of his usage and how, and, and how young he is. Uh, but I think Ashby's a pretty solid pitcher. I, I don't expect him to go out there and go seven today, but the, the Brewers bullpen is fantastic, as we've long talked about. The Brewers bats may be getting going I don't really know where it's just facing the Pirates. Pitching is kind of a cure. Facing the Pirates is kind of a cure for anything, I guess. So kind of waffled on this one a little bit. The model does say Brewers minus 154. So you might say there's value on the Pirates. I just can't do it. I, I, I'd i be hard-pressed to find a realistic number that I would like the Pirates at. I mean, if it got up to something like a plus 180, I would just think you have to. But I don't like the Pirates in this spot. I think Ashby is... Not going to get the respect he deserves because he's pitched a lot of the bullpen, but I think he's better than people realize. So I just, it'd be hard for me to take the Pirates on this one unless that number just got into a, a crazy area. 
So I looked at the full game under given the weather. I just, I don't want to have an under against Bryce Wilson. The Brewers bats can go off. I don't necessarily think they will, but they can, especially off a pitcher of his caliber. So I'm going to isolate the team total. I'm going to go Pirates under. You might have some different numbers out there at your book with the team totals. You might get under three and a half. If you do, you're going to have to lay some odds. I've got under two and a half. It's plus 126. I like the odds there. Decent chance the Pirates do score three runs, and so under two and a half would lose. But a plus 126, that's got some value. So if you're going under two and a half, you better get some really good plus odds. Take that value. If you have an option of under three and a half, you're going to lay some odds. Just don't lay too much. B pick for me on this one. It's hard to go A pick on the team totals. I did it last night. We got unlucky on that one with the Diamondbacks. But for the most part, the team total, since you're isolating the game, I have a little bit less confidence because there's just more variability. So B pick for me, Pirates under two and a half at really good plus odds, simply because I want to isolate that side of the ball and I don't want to have to worry about if the Brewers bats are going to score or not. 640 Eastern first pitch Mariners at the Rays, Marco Gonzalez versus Drew Rasmussen. Two pitchers who I think are very undervalued, two pitchers who I like a lot. Model says the Rays minus 131. Right now, there is Mariners plus 131 out there, so the Mariners might be a decent side to look at at those plus odds. I'm going under 7.5, and and I'm going with an A pick on this one. Obviously, no weather being in a dome, but these two teams, every time I watch them, it seems like they're under. There's like one random one-off where these teams will be involved in an 8-6 to type game. They seem to be involved in low-scoring games. I think both pitchers are undervalued. I think this total should be 7 and honestly, if it was six and a half, I think six and a half is the right number for this. I don't think it would ever get to six and a half. That's not how they would how it hang it because people would just take the over at that low of a number because six and a half is almost reserved exclusively for you know games in cool nights in LA and San Diego and San Francisco, Oakland, right? Um, but I think six and a half is the right number for this. I think I I, I don't know why it's not seven. We've seen enough data at this point. Hat tip, to the, hat tip to the athletic for coming out with an article about some of the baseball changes and, and why the runs are down. I've talked about this here already. Talked about the humidor in all ballparks was supposed to have an effect to help the offense, but that's going to have more of an effect. They did some research and there was some science in there. I encourage you to read it, especially if you could follow any of the science stuff it, it, to try to break it down for you. It's going to help the ball fly a little bit more in some of these lower run scoring environments when it's humid there in the summer because then it's going the humidor is actually going to suck the humidity out of the ball and make it a little bit less dense and so that's one of the reasons why we're seeing lower runs but the other reason is that the way that they're being shipped and, and transmitted everything the balls are being stored kind of in some more humid environments letting that moisture get into the laces and then when they dry them out I'll just say hashtag physics, hashtag science. The, the properties aren't then readjusting back to normal. And so that's why we're seeing fewer runs. We're seeing the same type of exit velocities and launch angles go a, a less of a distance issue. And so when you account for specifically this Mariners race game, that effect of the ball just not going as far. These two starting pitchers who, again, I think I, I like them. I think they're very undervalued Two offenses that can kind of disappear there's no reason that this total should be seven and a half. So a pick for me under seven and a half in Mariners race. 
640 Eastern Padres at the Reds. McKenzie Gore versus Vladimir Gutierrez. Weather-wise, we'll start about 60 degrees, close around 50, winds blowing out slightly. This is the hardest play for me to make. The model says Padres minus 136. I'll take Reds plus 160. That's insane value. And I'll give it a B pick. I'm following the process. I'm trusting the process. My process, for the most part, if the model says there's decent value, I make it a B pick. If I personally like it myself, that bumps to an A. If I don't, you know, maybe drop it down, whatever. But, that you know, I kind of have this process. I have Vladimir Gutierrez as a better pitcher than McKenzie Gore. I don't know if that's true. Gore being a younger pitcher at this point, we're kind of using some of his minor league numbers to project him. We're using some of his major league numbers, but not a ton because it's such a small sample size. Kind of using a little bit of a how do rookie pitchers tend to perform. In the long run, McKenzie Gore will be a much better pitcher. I think we're all on the same page with that. But, but for today, maybe maybe he's not, or maybe they're about the same. I think plus 160 is a ton of value. I, I don't really like it. I don't think the Reds win personally, but I can't pass up 160. So B pick for me on the Reds plus 160. It's as simple as that. The odds are just too high. 645 Eastern, first pitch Rockies at the Phillies. Ryan Feltner versus Ranger Suarez. I'm dying on this underhill with these two teams. <laughs> it didn't work the first night. It didn't work the second night. Both nights. And I made, I even made a joke about this. I'm like, oh, well, if the Rockies defense, blah, blah. And sure enough, last night, three unearned runs early on made Marquez throw a bunch of extra pitchers, pitches. Later on in the game, as his pitch count's getting higher, he gets to two outs and then just base it, base it, base it. You know, you wonder, had he not thrown all those extra pitchers because pitches the air, you know, that could have been a two-to-one game last night, right? In, in, in I, I don't see the same thing happening today, but I said that yesterday. So I, I'm a little nervous on this one, but I I just went back to the fact that I don't trust the Rockies bats in the road. I've talked about it, and they didn't score any last night either. I don't want to go team total on this one because when you isolate down that far, I, I don't see just a, a huge edge in doing that because Suarez for the Phillies hasn't been great this year. It hasn't been horrible. But he hasn't been as good as he was last year. You could look team total Rockies. I just I don't like isolating down to just the three and a half for them. I'd rather just go under eight and a half because if the Phillies don't score, now we're helped out. And I just have to believe that the Rockies defense isn't going to completely fall apart again. If they do, they do. This is the hill I'm dying on. Weather-wise, it screams under. 50 degrees to start, 45 to finish. Winds blowing kind of mostly in. A little bit across, but mostly in from left field. 15 miles an hour. I mean, this is just that... This number is way too high for this weather. That's really all there is to it. The pitchers aren't great. But I don't assume that the Rockies are going to tell Feltner, hey, you've got to go three times through the lineup. Right, they're gonna say. I assume you know what happens when you assume, right? I assume they're going to tell him go hard two times through, show your best stuff. You're not facing him a third time, and we're gonna go to the bullpen. Uh, that's gonna help us with an under because he's not gonna hold anything back. Suarez hasn't been as good, but facing these Rocky bats on the road, 
you know, only really two hitters that are two, maybe three hitters that are scary at this point. Um, you know, that can cure some ales. And I just, this weather, I just, I, it, it's really just all there's to it. 50 degrees, upper forties, winds blowing in this hard. I just have to go under eight and a half is just stupid high. It is minus minus one twenty five, So you might have better odds under eight. I think that's fine. You might end up pushing, but I think that's still great. Um, to me, this number with this weather should easily be eight and it should probably be eight juiced pretty heavily or seven and a half at like plus one Oh five or something on the under makes a lot more sense with this weather. I just, it makes no sense to me. I trust that the the Rockies won't give up a ton of free runs. Maybe that's a misplaced trust, but that's where I'm at with this one. Uh, with regards to the game, the model says Phillies minus 198. I can't I can't see backing the Rockies at this one. I can't see backing the Phillies at prices like minus 220. So I'm staying away from the side either way on this one. I'm focusing on the under. 705 Eastern first pitch, Orioles at the Yankees. Tyler Wells versus Jordan Montgomery. Um, Tyler Wells, who had one good start this year for solid innings and the other two starts really bad, uh, Jordan Montgomery, just kind of all over the map can pitch really well, or can be very mediocre. Um, I trust Montgomery more than Wells though. Uh, whatever that's worth uh, weather wise cold, similar to the Philly situation, uh, about 50 to start 45 to finish temperature wise, but the ones will be blown out to right center between 15 and 20 miles an hour. Um, so stay away on the total at a number of eight. If I had to pick a total, if I had to go one way or the other, I'd go over just because those winds blowing out so hard. Um, but I don't like going over eight in such cold weather. So if I had to, I'd go over. Um, I'll do the same play I did yesterday. I'll say Yankees minus one and a half on the run line. It got us there yesterday. I'll do the same thing. C pick for me just to lean. I don't love it. Uh, the model says Yankees minus 233. So I'm seeing Yankees minus 250 out there. There's really no value on that. You, you'd have to get up to about plus 300 before I really liked the Orioles in this situation. So I think the Yankees are the right side. I think they win. I'll lay the one and a half just like yesterday, but I don't really like a lot in this one. I think there's, there's, t- there's a ton of other games. I like a whole lot more than this one. So lean for me Yankees on the run line. So in a five Eastern first pitch Marlins at the nationals, Pablo Lopez versus Eric Fetty. Similar story weather-wise, starting off at about 55, closing in the upper 40s. Winds will be blowing in 15 to 20 miles an hour. Model says Marlins minus 140, so as of now, that's firmly in the middle of the juice, so no value on either side there. I love this total under 7.5. A pick for me. Uh, my, my, I, I, this total should be 7, maybe 6.5. I don't really know what else there's to say about it. We talked about the weather and I talked about it at the top of the show. One of these unders won't hit probably just because that's the way it goes, but I, I can't differentiate between them. I think that Pablo Lopez is a fantastic pitcher. Part of the reason why I think the Marlins should be road favorites. Uh, you dive into Fetty's numbers and they're not bad. His underlying metrics were better last year than the year before. And so far they're better this year than last year. I don't think he's that bad. The weather just screams under. It's a cold night. Winds blowing in. Maybe a little bit across from left field, uh, but probably more in than across. It's going to knock down any fly balls. You're not going to see any cheap hooked home runs. I don't understand why this number seven and a half. It should be lower. Uh, I think we're running out of time on these unders. The weather's going to start warming up. The the numbers keep coming down in general. I just don't think they are down enough yet to deal with this whole new ball situation. 
Um, I think we got to cash it all we can. Under seven and a half. I love this one here in Washington. Red Sox at the Blue Jays, 707 Eastern first pitch. Michael Walker versus Ross Stripling. Model says Blue Jays minus 145. So I'm taking Blue Jays minus 141 with a B pick. I don't really like either starting pitcher. I think both are okay. I think both have their moments. I think it's probably a wash there. I think the Blue Jays offense is better. They're at home. Model says there's value, so I'll trust the model. B pick for me on the Blue Jays minus 141. As simple as that. Cubs at the Braves, 720 Eastern first pitch. Mark Leiter Jr. versus Charlie Morton. A nice night in Atlanta, especially to start off. Low 70s for the temperature. Upper or mid-60s mid closing out. Uh, slight winds blowing out to right fields. The model says Braves minus 215. I'm seeing prices just shy of minus 200 for the Braves. So I think there's value on the Braves. I don't want to lay a number that large. I don't think Mark Leiter Jr. is good. I think Charlie Morton is. So I'll take the Braves minus 105 on the run line. Minus one and a half odds are minus 105 on the run line. A pick for me. I think the general idea with the Apex is not throw all the Apex in a parlay. The general idea is not throw all your bank account on the Apex that I like the most. <laughs> the idea is there's value, so I want to get a little bit more down, whether that's an extra half unit or quarter of a unit or whatever it may be. I think there's value here. I think this is a huge starting pitcher mismatch. I don't see it being a particularly low-scoring game. The total's eight and a half for a reason. Um, I don't want to go over because Charlie Morton has many a time thrown eight shit on innings in a situation like this. So I don't want to go game over, but, I mean, the Braves could score at will on Leiter Jr. And so I think there's the weather's right for some runs, right, especially starting off in the low 70s. It's not, it's not going to help the bats necessarily, but it's not going to hurt them like it is in so many places across the country today and early on in the season. You know, winds aren't going to really help the ball, but a nice little breeze out might get a warning track fly ball over. I mean, so there's going to be some runs in this game, I think. Um, I don't want to lay a huge price. I just think the Braves are the much better team. I think they win this one easily. So I'll, I'll go with the run line. I think they kind of run away with this one. And I I think we want to just get a little extra down on this one. I think there's a lot of value here. So Braves minus one and a half. I think the, the, the odds on this one should be more in the minus 130 range. I think they're much more likely, more than 50-50 likely to win by two or more. So a pick for me on that one. Tigers to the Twins, 740 Eastern. First pitch, Michael Pineda versus Joe Ryan. The model here says Twins minus 157. So you look at that and you might say the Tigers plus 163 offers value. But I tweeted about this last week. Joe Ryan has firmly entered the I'm not fading him territory. And I said that yesterday about Carlos Rodon and somehow I ended up still fading him. And my I, my twisted logic, I guess, was, oh, I'm only kind of fading him because it's run line and they can win by one or whatever. But I, you know, sometimes I, I, I try to outsmart myself, right? I, I said, I already said, Joe Ryan and Carlos Rodon are on the don't fade list. We're not going to fade Joe Ryan, even though the model says there's value on the Tigers. He will lose for sure. But I think if the model just hasn't caught up to how good he is, I don't think anybody's caught up to how good he is. And uh, I think we're going to be down money in the long run if, we, if we're constantly fading him. Um, so I'm not trusting the model on this one. Staying away from the side. I'm going under seven with an A pick. 
If it drops to six and a half, which is where this number should be, and I'll explain why in just a minute. If, we, if it drops to six and a half, which is where this number should be, not an A pick for me. It drops hard at that point. I'd say probably a B pick, but goodness, I just I don't I like that push protection on the seven here because seven is just such a common ending uh, here in baseball games for total number of runs. But gosh, this weather, winds blowing in from center field, 10 miles an hour. It's going to knock down every flight ball. Weather-wise, we're starting off at about 47 degrees, and it's going to close in low 40s. Like we talked about, just cold day across the country, cold night across the country for so many places. This weather is perfect for an under. These two pitchers I have each at about a standard deviation above average. And again, that's not considering the fact that I think that Joe Ryan is better than the model realizes. On top of that, the Twins being the more likely team to win at home, that takes out one at bat. Under seven, I love this one. A pick for me. I'm just I'm a little scared if this drops to six and a half, which is the number where the number should be. If it's at six and a half, I look at it long and hard, and I say unders the play, but I I, I don't really like it there. Just knowing how how it's really possible for this game to finish on seven. So I like having that push protection at seven, just in case it gets there. I don't think it gets there either way. A pick for me on the under seven. Astros at the Rangers, 8.05 Eastern first pitch. Christian Javier versus Glenado. Christian Javier, who does not have an H in his name. I'm an Astros fan, and somehow I missed that until today. I was like, that's an interesting spelling of his name, C-R. I, I, I had not seen that before, so you know, you learn something every day, right? Um, another game that I like the under, I think both pitchers are solid. I think Javier uh, not getting the respect he deserves because uh, kind of like we talked about with Ashby you know, earlier, just being – you know, with a little more history, being jerked around between the pen and the rotation. But I think Javier's a really good pitcher. Um, as an Astros fan, I'm glad he's in the rotation. Um, if Odorisi can have a reasonable start, a respectable start against the Rangers, Javier's way better. Glenn Otto for the Rangers, an okay pitcher, uh, pitched well last time. I don't know how real that is because the ace bats really struggled here lately, some of the injuries. Um, so I think the wild card on this one, whether you like the Astros or whether you like the total, has to do with how you feel about Glenn Otto. Personally, I'm going to trust the model here. The model says Astros minus 130. So I'll take the Astros, again, like I did last night. Minus 118. I'll give it an A grade for the same reasons last night. I just think there's a lot of disrespect here. The Astros have struggled this season, but they're still a, they're still a better team than the Rangers. This number should be a lot higher. It's really that simple. Javier's the better pitcher. Um, the Ashes have the better bullpen. They still have the better lineup. I talked about it yesterday. Uh, I said I, I had been seeing a couple of better at-bats from a couple of those guys that were struggling. Tucker was one of them, sure enough. Uh, Tucker uh, with the home run last night. Uh, just a lot of value on the Ashes. I think this should be minus in the minus 130s. Maybe even if it was up to minus 140, I'd kind of look at it and say, that seems about right. It's a pass for me. If you saw Astros minus 140, Rangers plus 130, that seems about where the number should be. Tons of value here, so I'll give it an A pick. Also like the under, though. Uh, obviously, Dome, so nothing weather-wise to talk about. Or if they open the roof, it'll be because it's a nice night. Um, it's more of a pitcher's park than a hitter's park. Um, I just think there's more value in the Astros. That's my pick. But again, if you want to look under 8.5, I think it's not a bad look either. Which takes us to our two late games, Guardians at the Angels. Zach Plesak versus Shohei Otani. Weather-wise, be in the mid to low 60s. Slight breeze blowing out. Total of seven and a half. I'm staying away from this total. Um, this number's right. This is one of the few numbers uh, that I looked at. There was one earlier I mentioned as well. It's another one that this number's right. Total should be down this year for sure. Both pitchers are solid. Um, chilly night. Seven and a half seems right. Uh, wind's blowing out. I can't go under. Um, 
in this one. I, I think it's the right number. Model says Angels minus 181. I'll give a C pick on the Guardians plus 179. I like the huge plus odds. Uh, Otani every once in a while blows up. Uh, Plesak can pitch a great game. I think there's value here. So just a lean for the Guardians. I don't need to be invested with a second unit because we're going to win almost two uh, with our one unit C pick if they win. So I don't need that second unit. So just a C pick for me on the Guardians. I don't necessarily think they win. I just think there's value. Uh, not much more to say about that one. Which takes us to our last game, Athletics and the Giants. As of right now, no line for this one. Paul Blackburn versus Sam Long. Long is going to, again, open. Jacob Junis is the bulk guy. Uh, the model says Giants minus 169. This one will be interesting. I will tweet about this one. I'll add it to the sheet as well as to which direction I want to go with it. The weather is going to be in the low 50s. Winds will be blowing out, but again, in that park, the wind doesn't really mean much. It kind of gets blocked, kind of swirls around, does some weird things. Uh, so not really concerned about the wind there. It is a chilly night. The ball shouldn't fly as much. So this one will be an interesting one. Depends on what the number is. will be where I go, but I will say Giants minus 169. Probably the side you want to be on unless you're getting just some crazy plus odds with the athletics, you'd have to see something like really a plus 180 or something before I liked them. So we'll see what the number is um, and where the total is. And I'll post a pick on that one. A recap of the A picks for me. Got a lot of them, got a lot of totals. Again, I don't think they all hit. It's just, I couldn't differentiate any of these. And so just want to be invested a little bit more in the games and the situations I like. That's kind of the summary of what these are. Mets at the Cardinals. I've got Cardinals plus 110. Royals at the White Sox under 7. Dodgers at the Diamondbacks under 8. Mariners at the Rays under 7.5. A, a little juice there. Rockies at the Phillies under 8.5. Decent amount of juice having to lay on that one. Marlins at the Nationals under 7.5. Cubs at the Braves. I've got Braves minus 1.5 at about even money. Tigers to Twins under seven, and then Astros at the Rangers. I'm taking Astros minus 118 to round out my eight picks. And that's all I have for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, a longer episode. Hopefully you enjoyed some of the description, some of the extra extra talk there. I picks with the professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet for model projections, picks, and results. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, please click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right to your feed. I will see you tomorrow with Cousin Jared. And until then, remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.